My name is Alejandro Catano. I usually go by Alex. And I came here to, because I really wanted to learn a lot about filming because filming has been always a huge part of my life and it would be great to finally learn how to make films. Can you believe that was me five years ago? Wow, has the time changed. Five years ago, January 2017, I was part of a media arts team producers project back at the digital gym in San Diego, California. In North Park, to be exact. However, that place is no longer around, but the media art still lives on. Earlier this season, I met Misar Martin, who was a guest on the show. She was such an amazing human being. I had to meet her in person. We met up, and I found out that she was one of the workers at the Media Arts Center at the Mission Valley Mall. After we got to talking, she talked to today's guest, and I had the opportunity to volunteer and help out at the Media Arts Center at the Mission Valley Mall, help and teach students from ages 8 to 12 that want to learn how to make films, and just let their mind come to the big screen. I was so thankful for the opportunity, and I had to bring this guest on the show. So to talk about the Media Arts Center, I give to you all Larry Da Silveira. Take it away, Larry. Hi, my name is Larry Da Silveira. I am the Education Coordinator at Media Arts Center San Diego. And I've been with the organization about five years. Yeah. So quickly, just want to tell us about what the Media Arts is and what it's about. Yeah. So the Media Arts Center San Diego has been around, it's in its third decade, been around for about 27, 28 years. There's three components to it. There's an exhibition component. The organization was started as a way to produce the San Diego Latino Film Festival. So if you've ever been to one of the San Diego Latino Film Festivals, that is a Media Arts Center production. The films are picked by a wonderful curator named Moises Esparza. He's the uh, chief curator for Media Arts Center. And so in addition to the film festival, he also curates the films for our micro cinema, as it's known, the Digital Gem Cinema. And so if you've ever been to a, that theater in North Park, it closed down about a year ago and it's moving into a new location, downtown San Diego at the UCSD building at Park and Market. Hopefully it'll be opening in October or November. We're kind of waiting, there's some construction delays. Digital Gym is this wonderful jewel in San Diego where it's a place that if you're interested in art house films, it's a wonderful place to see them. You know, it's state-of-the-art sound and video. It's a really small cinema, so there's only 60 seats. So it's kind of intimate, but there's movies that screen there that you can't see anywhere else in San Diego. Another component of Media Arts is production video production. So we have this wonderful filmmaker, Ryan Kuratomi, who is contracted by, it could be a school district, it could be a hospital, it could be a corporation, it could be a one of the museums in Balboa Park or SDG&E or the newspaper. They need a video produced for whatever reason. It could be a promotional for their brand and their organization. It could be a training video for their employees, or it could be documentation. Like they're hosting this large event and they need someone to document the event and turn it into a small little documentary. The third component is where I come in and that's the education part of the organization. I am the education coordinator, but I work with Cameron, who's the director of education. So he oversees the entire part of the education program. He's kind of our liaison to local school districts to try to get our teaching artists into local schools. So he kind of does the education part. That's where we go out into the community. I coordinate the the in-house education. So when kids come to us, that's my role. Given, you know, that you were a teacher, how was it like now working with a 
younger students. Yeah, so I was a teacher for about 12 years. I taught high school. When I started working with young kids, it really honestly isn't that different. You know, they're still kids. They have a lot of energy and they need a lot of boundaries, but they have this like imagination and this excitement and this lack of cynicism. And they're just excited about learning things. And they're not shy about, about so many things that we become shy about as we get older. It's really great to watch these kids, you know, watch the light bulbs go off in, in their heads. And working with the younger kids is really fun because they say really funny things. They come up with really bizarre ideas for movies. They're just really fun to work with. I mean, I know what a week to week looked like in the summer, but maybe you want to tell people who are listening right now what a week to week looks like when working uh, with the children. Yeah. So our camps are only held during the break. So we just did nine weeks this summer where I was there, you know, five days a week for nine weeks straight. I'm there overseeing the classes. The teaching artists are actually doing the actual teaching. I'm there more as a, a monitor and then perhaps an assistant when they're out there shooting on location. And so you know, the kids are doing these cool camera exercises where they're learning how to use different shot types to convey certain emotions or, or feelings. They're uh, learning how to edit using iMovie. If they're a kid, if they're a teenager, they would be using Adobe Premiere. And so they're doing lots of kind of team building activities to learn how, how to work as a team because filmmaking, as you know, is a team project. It's not a solitary art project like being a poet or a painter would be. And so now I'm preparing for the teen classes, which start in October. And that's once a week, Saturdays from 10 to 2. It's pretty much the same process as working with the young kids where they're going to come in for the first few Saturdays. They're going to be brainstorming, doing camera exercises to get their skills kind of more developed as far as shooting and editing are concerned and doing sound. During that process of the first few weeks of brainstorming and exercising their cinematic skills, they will create a treatment and a script for a documentary or a narrative short. And then they'll spend the next few Saturdays shooting that. And then after they're, they're done shooting, they will edit those films. An exhibition screening at the end. These kids get to see this movie that they've made screened not on like a television, but on a big movie screen with great sound and things like that. And it's really exciting and impactful for them to see something that they made projected on the movie screen. And sometimes these films get submitted to film festivals. One of the uh, things that I learned uh, when going there is that uh, there's like a lot of kids with a lot of creativity and uh, yeah. I was like, always super skeptical. Was, like I've never worked with kids before up to this point. So when I went, it was like, I was blown away just like given like all the freedom and creativity that these kids had because they, they're brilliant. They really are. Yeah, no, it's really great to see what kids come up with. If you hold high expectations for them and you give them just a little bit of positive feedback, they will just take that and kind of create these magical little works of art, whether it's in stop motion or using the green screen, or sometimes you'll get a kid that's really into acting. And so you'll get a video with some really funny acting in it. And so these kids are shown some Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton films, and they love them. Like those films are timeless. And for you, what is something about cinema in particular that intrigues you? Well, for one, it's an art form that combines all of the art forms. So if you think about it, you know, in cinema, there is, there's writing, there's acting, there's music, design, you know, there's photography, of course. But pretty much any art form you can name can be incorporated 
into cinema. And then the other thing I love about cinema is that for me personally, it's like the art form that's closest to dreaming. When you wake up from a really bizarre dream, I think it's the only art form that can really capture that feeling when you wake up from a really crazy dream. You know, going to a movie, having the lights go out and being transported into this world, I think is the closest thing that gets to that. What are ways right now that people can get involved in the youth media program or the Teen Producers Project or anything involved with the media arts at the moment? Yeah, they can go to you know, mediaartscenter.org and there's a a place there where you can, if you want to become a volunteer, you can fill out this form and then you can be contacted to assistant if you want to work with young kids and be an assistant at the camps or at the Teen Producers Project. You can be an office volunteer. We always need people to work in the office and do things like graphic design and do some other administrative tasks. We get the most volunteers when it's time to prepare for the film festival, the Latino Film Festival. You know, we're preparing for that right now because the film festival is in March, which will be here pretty quickly. You can volunteer there. You can be a ticket taker. You can work the box office. You can work any of the events because the film festival doesn't just screen movies. There's also dining events and there's concerts and there's like after parties and things like that. And so you can get involved with the film festival that way. You can do graphic design, you can do marketing, pick people up from the airport. So there's lots of ways you can get involved. You know, if you just want it to help out and donate your time to you know help us achieve our vision, which is that filmmaking changes lives and that it empowers people. And our mission is to you know, bring the tools of media into the hands of people who traditionally have not had them before or don't see their voices reflected in the mainstream. Mission is to showcase voices and communities that have been underrepresented in the media. Things are getting better, but it's better to take the power for yourself and make the movies than wait around for them to be made. So it's really empowering to give young people these this opportunity to make a film about something that really matters to them, see them through the entire process, and then have it projected for an audience and see the impact that that has on their self-esteem, on their ability to work with others and in their they become more hopeful about the future because we do work with a lot of disadvantaged teens we, we work with kids that are in the juvenile court system you know we work with the county office of education they have a juvenile court school system that we work with and that's really part of our our goal as an organization is to kind of change the world using movies that is very awesome to hear larry and for the final question i want to ask because a lot of people who do listen do want to get into film and i just want to ask what are some ways to get into film and media? Where can people get involved and get started? If you want to get into film and actually make it, the likelihood of you becoming super famous doing it are very slim. But if it's something that you love to do, you have to get yourself out there. That's the only way that you can really advance your career, develop your skills is to make connections with people, volunteer on film sets, show up because that's really important to show up. If you're hired to operate the boom mic, but you want to be a director, will show up and do the boom mic because you'll learn from watching the director. So no, I think no job on a film set is unimportant. They're all important. And you can learn from every role that you play on a film set. Just showing up and getting involved. That's how things happen because you meet one person who knows another person who knows this person. And then you get hired because they can recommend you. If you're willing to donate your time and work for free and be willing to develop your skills and kind of be an apprentice for a period of time, you will make a name for yourself. And pretty soon you will have people calling you to pay you to do something. Reach out and show up. 
thank you so much, uh, Larry, for this uh, interview. Take care. It was a great opportunity to have Larry on the show as well as being a part of the Media Arts Center, not just as a student, but yet again as a mentor. And it won't be over. For Thanksgiving break, I'll be part of the Youth Media Program yet again as a volunteer. To learn more about it or email them, go to MediaArtsCenter.org for more information. That is going to be for this episode of Kata Nation. I hope you really enjoyed this one. Next week, Addie from My Floor Creations joins the show. We'll learn about her picture, photography, outfit designs, as well as learn who she is as a person. We'll see you all next week. We are Kata Nation. This has been a Catanation Studios production. To get involved or be a possible guest on the show, go to my Instagram, Catanation Studios, at WeAreCatanation for more. And to continue to listen to awesome podcasts just like this one, go to wearecatanation.buzzsprout.com.